Welcome to the start of the So You Want to Start a Podcast mini-series. I did a special announcement about this um, last week, so you can listen for more details about it there if you want. It was just 11 minutes, uh, but a quick intro to what this is. So if you've been listening to Create Beautifully for a while, you may know this, but if you haven't, I just I want you to know that I am such a fan of people's stories and people's journeys. And I really think there's a lot of power in hearing the hearing the active journeys that are at the beginning and in the messy middle, right? The bumpy beginning and the messy middle. We always hear about people who have reached the top of the, the visibility success mountain, right? They've written books, their podcasts uh, have, you know, tens and tens of um, millions of downloads and, you know, whatever it is, they're big and they're seen by a big audience and we hear from them all the time. And a lot of times we do hear about their bumpy beginnings and messy middles, but it can be really hard to envision ourselves ending up where they are, even if our beginning and our and our middles sound kind of the same. And I think there's a lot of power in in adding in other voices where we're not only hearing from people at the top, we are being reminded that there are people just like us who are fucking smart and have a lot to offer and who, who, who want to bring a lot to the world and who have something important on their heart. And just because they're not at the top of the mountain, sometimes we can dismiss them. And I know I don't want to feel that way. And I think the best way for us to not feel that way is to honor the bumpy beginnings and messy middles of others and ourselves collectively together. And when we hear about other people, we can see that we're not alone. And we also might get ideas. We also may find some new compassion for ourselves because how easy is it to look at someone at the top of the mountain and start to beat ourselves up? You know, I'm not there fast enough. And then we try to take shortcuts and then we're like, oh, I can't take the shortcut. I have to do all these things. And then we, we get spun up and then we have all these things to do. And then we feel even more behind and it's a hot mess. But if we're really just like, okay, I see, I see the top and I see people getting near the top and maybe that's part of my goal, right? Or maybe the middle is Maybe the middle is my goal, but whatever it is, I'm also going to have the wherewithal to look around at the people who are the left and right of me, and maybe the people two steps ahead of me instead of a hundred steps ahead of me. And and I'm going to see what I can learn from them. I'm going to see where maybe our stories aren't the same, but maybe there's something kind of energetically that matches, right? And what I mean by that is like, Maybe someone's capacity at the beginning is really similar to your capacity. Or maybe there's just one piece of it that's like, oh, that feels really heavy and really important to my story. And it feels like I'm never going to get there. But look, here's someone else doing it. We're not alone. It's so important, I think, to feel like this. So cut to, um, I mean, and and if you've been listening, you know that 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 that's who I have on my podcast a lot. People who are really doing really cool things to combine their unique gifts into their purpose and who are on different phases of their journey. So recently I was in a podcast boot camp run by Kathy Heller 
And uh, I was in there to be like, how can I grow my podcast? (laughs) And there was this point where all these women were in the chat and they were sharing their stories and they were sharing, you know, they were answering like, what do you want your podcast to be on? What is your story? And they were just, I mean, thousands of women were just scrolling, you know, their, their answers were just scrolling by. And I was like, this is it. These are, these are the people at their bumpy beginnings and in their messy middles. Like these are the people I would love to talk to. I would love to, I would love to hear their story and I would love to be a place to give them, you know, a voice for an hour somewhere to maybe practice podcasting, to, you know, hear their story out loud for the first time in, you know, in a kind of podcast setting, uh, and and the way that I work, the way that my brain works also is to really form connections. I can really kind of see like, oh, this connects to this and I think this could be good. And so also to just kind of mirror back to them what I'm I'm hearing um, and not that like, you know, not that I'm like the be all end all, but I think when we can hear, when we hear back what other people are hearing in our stories and what is connecting with them it can light something in us that we didn't realize that we we didn't realize there was like a light bulb there or there wasn't there wasn't even like an outlet there we're like oh 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 i didn't realize that was like a piece oh that's hitting with you okay cool maybe i want to do something with that um so we play around on these episodes we get into their stories we get into what's uh we get into where where they want their stories to reach people what they've learned through their stories and i'm hoping that one, not only is it a place for them, again, to practice, to play, to have an opportunity to, you know, use their voice on a podcast if they've never been on a podcast before. You know, if you've never been on a podcast before, or if you've never started a podcast and you want to start a podcast, all of a sudden it's like your choices are are don't do a podcast or now jump into all the consistency and creation and everything of a podcast. And it's like, where is where is a place to just be like, Hey, I'd like to do an episode and see how, see how I sound, get used to my voice, you know, externally witness my voice. We hear it in our heads. We don't hear it out, outside of us a whole lot, you know, um, I'd like to tell my story. I'd like to hear how it resonates with someone, you know, who's really listening. So that's what I want it to be for them. And what I would love it to be for people listening is just other people in their messy middles and their bumpy beginnings and to find a place to connect, to find a way in, maybe to find a spark where maybe you're thinking, maybe you're sitting there thinking like my story, I feel like it's good, but I don't know. I'd like to start a podcast, but I don't know if I have time. This is happening and I've got kids or, you know, this is a hard season or I don't know what anyone even listen. And I'm hoping that these episodes will give you permission to move forward and a sense of belonging, which both of those are so important to me, this belonging and permission, they go hand in hand and feeling like I'm not alone here. There's other women starting. There's other women who don't have, you know, every single piece in place, but they're still going to go forward. And I'd like to do that too. I feel like I, I feel like even though I don't know these women, I belong here a little bit. I feel like I can belong in this podcasting community and, uh, I'd like to give myself some permission to move forward. So that's what I'm hoping for, for listeners. Uh, And I am very excited about it. I will say, as I've gone on, I have come up with some more 
questions that I think would be really good as they pertain to the messy middles and the bumpy beginnings. And I did not think of those questions in the first four episodes. <laughs> so, so if there's any part of you that's like, oh, I wish they would ask this, or I wish she would kind of get into this, um, episodes uh, five through 10, we're going to get, I'm going to ask more questions around, um, you know, what do you feel in your life is supportive? What do you feel in your life could be difficult? Because I think those things are really good to know. I think those things are really helpful. So that gets me into uh, our very first podcast episode for So You Want to Start a Podcast miniseries. And the first episode is with a woman named Sonia Tompkins. And she's fantastic. She's amazingly not far from me, which is super cool. And I really love this because this particular episode, we really get into how can you start a podcast when you don't have a mass amount of energy because of the season that you're in. And it shouldn't be like, the answer shouldn't be you don't start a podcast. It could be how can you create a podcast that works with you energetically? And she has a uh, she has a group coaching program that she calls the Art of Self Mastery, and she's also going through perimenopause, and so she really talks about what that's doing to her energy, which is just tanking it, and how though this podcast is really important, and how she's planning to work with it, and how she's really giving herself a lot of grace and a lot of space in order to get it out consistently, but on a schedule that really just honors where she is in this season. So if you are someone who's like, I don't think I have the time for a podcast, this episode could be a great one for you to listen to. Enjoy. Welcome to the Create Beautifully podcast, where the potential in me honors the potential in you. If you're wondering if you can really change and truly find and live your purpose, then I invite you to let me be your accountability partner and for you to be mine. And together, we can explore with curiosity and humor what it is to create beautifully in every area of our lives and to take action to make that happen. Sonia, hi. Hello, Liza. How are you? How are you? Also, I didn't... It's Sonia, yes? Or am I saying it wrong? Okay, good. Yeah. Sonia, Sonia. Okay, okay. Sometimes the the O. Sonia, Sonia. Okay, that's a long Um, O. So you are. Got it. Okay, I wrote it down. So um, you're the first guest in this series that I'm deciding to call. So you want to start a podcast? And uh, I was totally inspired inside Kathy's group. So you and I connected inside of Kathy Heller's. Uh, free workshop that she did about starting a podcast. And one of the things that I've always talked about, like for years, is I think it's totally valuable when we hear from people who've like reached the summit, right? Like the people on top of the mountain, and we hear about all their successes, and we can start to we can start to create a vision for ourselves for the future. But sometimes when that's all we hear, you know, they might be like, oh, you know what. 20 years ago when I was broke and you're like, oh, it's, it's hard to be like, yeah, I know you were, but you're not now. And you have like all the success and I don't, 
it's hard for me to picture myself there. And I think we also think we have to go a lot faster. And if it's not going a certain speed, like we beat ourselves up. And like, I don't think we really know how to trust our own journeys. I don't think we really know how to trust the flow of the beginning very well, because I don't think we hear a lot of stories from the beginning. So that's why in her group, there were so many women being like, I want to start a podcast or I just started a podcast. And, you know, I'm really excited. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I want to, I want to talk to all of these women. (laughs) I want to be like, what is your story? What do you want your podcast on? And then like, and then let's check back with you in a few months, you know, and see if you've launched it and how it was, or if you found something else or whatever it is. And then like, and then we get to hear from people at the beginning and in that messy middle. And and I just think it does something different than hearing from people at the top. I don't, I don't think that hearing from people at the top is invaluable at all. But I think when we forget to hear the voices from everyone who's kind of in like, okay, I'm here. What's normal here? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. it's really important. And yeah. oh, and then you reach out, and then we realize you're local. Like you're super close to me, right? Like, aren't you like forty yeah, minutes away? Five minutes yeah. away. Yeah. It's like, oh, yes, we must. We must connect. Where have you been, my whole yes. Tennessee life? Right. Yeah. I know. So, I know. Oh my gosh. I don't listen. You said a couple things right there that I want to touch on, but. I'm a guest, so you let me know where I can jump in or not. Go, no, go, jump in, jump. Normally, okay. I normally I give a slightly long-winded intro, and then I hand it over, <laughs> and I did that already, so we're good. <laughs> it's cool. Listen, um, so you mentioned that when we see people who are like, "Oh yeah, I started just where you are," you know, um, and then it's like we're trying to hurry up, right? We're like hurrying, trying to. I feel like yeah. it's because we're trying to, it's not even that we're trying to hurry up and do the thing. It's, uh, it's subconsciously we are trying to, we're, we want to go from idea to where that person is now instantly. So like, we want to just hurry up and get yes. to where they are. Meanwhile, we've forgotten the second point that you made that it is a journey. Um, so I just think we forget that it it was a journey. It is a journey. It's not yeah. like idea uh, scaled. And the journey is not right. linear <laughs> for 95% of us. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. There's a lot of people, though, selling courses online that would like you to believe that the journey is idea to scaled, <laughs> which yeah. is the other problem. <laughs> no. Yeah, it, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole other podcast but episode. I'm collected in yeah. yeah. I have been in the rooms. Listen, I have invested in so many um online courses and programs. I am an online, you know, so to speak, business and life coach. So I I've been on both sides of this and I totally agree. I think the coaching mm-hmm. industry and course creator industry in general um is making a turn. I think for the better. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. This whole idea of like fast, quick, easy has led some people to be frustrated. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Okay, let's I want to get into your story. 
I like okay. I could talk about this topic all day, but I really want to get into too like what is your story? What made you be like I think I want a podcast? Mm-hmm. And then like what 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 is what's the podcast vision? Okay. In any so, order. Go ahead. Yeah. So 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 I do have a podcast. Um this is actually my yes. third podcast. Um but it's the one that's <gasps> going to stick. It's the one that's going to stick. And the reason why the other two didn't stick, um, talk about like the messy middle, was I found myself in that messy middle often um, because I was, I knew that my medium, the way that I attract and really make impact with people is through my experiences being an entrepreneur for almost three decades now, but also mm. my voice. Like I'm very clear for the, none of y'all probably know me, but let me tell you a little bit about Sonia. Sonia is very practical and yeah. very woo. And I, and those two things occupy this space of my body very well. Right. So, I love it. so I knew like, that's my way. This is how my voice is my medium. So i started those two previous podcasts, but I got stuck in the middle because I was listening to other well-intentioned coaches Mm -hmm. who had a formula and a framework that worked very well for them. I don't do anything well when the whole purpose is strategy focused. I have to be Mm. led through emotion, through passion, through desire. And so all the strategy that was being taught, well-intentioned strategy that works, I'm sure clearly it worked for them. It was difficult for me to digest and then, you know, move through what I knew I was called to do, which was to use my medium and my, my voice and my experience experiences to help folks. So that's why the first two, because I kept like like what I was here to do was conflicting with the strategy I was being taught. It was like, no, no, yeah, no. you're, yeah, yeah, you were trying to kind of like form your stuff to that instead of trying to like take what you needed from that, yeah, and leave yeah, the rest. Know how to take you the know, information, yeah, take the information and the steps and do it my way. I hadn't gotten that. It's incredible. No, and it's incredible how often we don't think to do that. Like I just I just did a podcast episode that was literally like here is your permission to take what you need and leave the rest. And I think we just think like they did it. So I should I should absolutely do it that way even if things don't feel right. Right. Because we've lost our trust in ourselves. I mean, that's our yeah. that's our conditioning. Yeah. Um, as a society, right? So you're mm-hmm. born, your parents, well-loving, well-intentioned, uh, create an environment based on whatever they know or they've experienced, right? So you have that conditioning. And then it's like, go to school and be damned what you're led by. Maybe you want to learn, you know, division before you learn fractions or whatever, but no, this is how we're mm-hmm. teaching it. So the conditioning is you just do what you're mm. taught, right? I don't really like that. Yeah. It's okay. You still have to do it. So 
it's nobody's fault, but this is our conditioning that we are just here yeah. to what we're told and listen a, a lot more to what the experts or the teachers teach us and a lot less to our own inner authority, our inner compass. Learning yes. that yes. has been my- yeah. We're never taught. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we get into we're these We're never taught how to go, go to inward. You, yeah. You go to, you, you take a course online, you work with a coach, you go to Harvard, right? Mm-hmm. It's all, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to be a good student of someone else. But yeah, what about being a mm-hmm. student of your own life, of your own experiences, of your own thoughts? What about that? Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 This is my How long ago did you start your other podcasts? Um, at least six years ago. I would say at least like six six or seven years ago. Like I knew back then. But I just I and I thought it just was so hard. I, I was like, this is this is so hard. And I don't do shit that's hard. I I work like I'm very passionate about the work that I do, but I, but I have learned this about myself when I, when it feels like I am scraping, scratching my way through something, I have the, I have the, um, the energy to make shit happen, but I've learned that actually the best Mm -hmm. things in my life, I'm just talking about my personal experience, having my own self-awareness, the best things that happen in my life come from when I am just more relaxed. Versus trying to make it happen. Because mm. that comes very easy to me. I'm going to make it happen. I get mm-hmm. it done, but it turns into shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where yeah. if I'm just a little more relaxed, <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, that was, that was so, that turned out wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like letting the universe assist you versus like you just trying to do it without assistance. <laughs> yeah. You're going you're gonna to power your way through, right? And so with this podcast that I recently started, um, I think, so I started recording episodes like in January or February on my nice little iPhone here on voice notes. Like that's another thing. I'm very much all, all the fancy, like that's not what's going to get it out there. So I just started recording episodes and whenever I'm inspired, my birthday was March 14th. We launched it, had my first episode mm-hmm. on March 14th of this year. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been this, it's lovely, lovely. Yes, yes, yes. We did talk about that. Sorry. There have been like so many, I'm like getting everyone's stories confused. That's why I was so excited to sit down and put faces to people because when I put faces to yeah. stories, it's a lot easier for me to remember everyone's stories. Yes. I love that. So I launched, I launched mine on February 14th as an act of love for myself. Look at that. And I love it. Like I saw a couple other people in the group who were like, I'm launching it on my birthday. And I was like, I love, I love this just like radical act of self-love. Like this is for me, motherfuckers. Like I'm going to do this. This is my birthday gift. It's awesome. So tell me about your podcast. So tell me the title and your podcast. So my podcast is called The Art of Self-Mastery. Um, and that was derived from one of my, um, group coaching programs that I have, which is also called the art of self mastery. It's based on that premise. Like I truly believe that when people have 
awareness of themselves, right? We can move throughout our life with so much more ease, more ease, not necessarily it's always easy. I'm not saying that, but more ease, because when you know how you're here to operate, when you know how you get things done and when you can trust that. So we go from like self-awareness to actually mastering yourself, mastering your emotions, not because you're once you've mastered it, you're never going to have a bad day. No. But because when you have a bad mm-hmm. day or you have bad experiences, you have mastered yourself enough to know, okay, I recognize that shit. Okay, here's what we're going to do about it. Because mm-hmm. we, we know what to do now. Right? So that kind of is how the whole yeah. game and that's the premise behind it. And so on the podcast, I share a lot of my own um, personal experiences um, or just things that I notice either working with my clients or just things in the world. Uh, for those who are into human design, I'm a manifesting generator mm-hmm. with an emotional, so you know, emotional solar plexus. So everything I love is it. about responding, what I feel, what mm-hmm. I'm pulled to, and I do that and share that on the podcast. Occasionally, I have guests, you know, on um, people who I feel like have um, really authentic. I'm like you. I want the raw. I want the real. I don't want the polished. You know, so that people can see, not only see the journey, but also, again, get used to understanding even self-awareness, self-mastery. It is a journey. It's not a, it's, yeah. the destination, yeah. not as, it, they're both equally important. Can you, can you exist in the journey with the same sort of trust and enthusiasm that you will have when you get to the destination? which just starts a whole new journey. Mm. So mm-hmm. we talk about reality, right? emotional intelligence, astrology, human design. It's all about whatever. How do you figure out who the fuck you are and stand true in that? Yeah. That's what I tell Yes. Yes. So, so tell me about your journey to this point. <sighs> it's a long journey. I love it though. Um, what, what journey we want to talk about? So the current journey, how about that? Cause I'm, I'm 45. So it's been a long journey and all kinds of fun, interesting things. Um, but the journey I'm on right now is the perimenopause journey. I have been, oh, that's coming. <laughs> yeah. I think I might be borderline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost I'm, 44. <laughs> I'm past borderline. I'm in the, I'm literally in the thick of. <laughs> It. And um, it's very, yeah, it's a very interesting time um, as an individual, right? Um, as a woman, mm-hmm. um, as a wife, mm-hmm. and even as a business owner. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. men definitely have a, a, you know, this is sort of like lumping stuff together, but. Overall, I think men have a better experience of sort of compartmentalizing things. And whether mm. that's right or wrong, I don't get into that because every every being has a, uh, you know, we all do things differently in an effort to contribute to the whole collective. So I don't believe that everybody should be acting the same, feeling the same, reacting the same. Um, 
but they typically are able to compartmentalize things really, really well versus women. Mm -hmm. Typically women, we are trying to do all the things and then we don't know why we're burnt out. Then we don't know why we're resentful. Mm -hmm. And it's (laughs) like, yeah, we can do it all, but do we, do you even want to, do you even want to do it all, all at the same time? So for me going through this journey mm-hmm. right now with the perimenopause, it is a, it is a, it is a hormonal shift. Like there is no controlling of this and it does have an effect, you know, to, so where I was getting with the whole compartmentalizing mm-hmm. thing is that I think sometimes humans and then, as, then women, when we're going through different transitions, whether it's motherhood or you know becoming a wife or emptiness syndrome um we try to just act like we don't we we want things to sort of just stay the same even though these are major transitions happening and this is a major transition Mm -hmm. for me and thank god that i um, have led my life being an entrepreneur because i can adjust my business to my life and yeah. not the other way around. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. That's a huge this plus. Is, <laughs> this is this is very interesting. <laughs> this time, you know. Are you bringing that into your podcast? Yes. I can't. I, how could I not? I mean, I'm living with this every yeah. day, you know. So at first, before I was like really clear, like this is what was happening. It was like, oh my God, I'm, I was a mother a little later in life. So I had my son when I was 35. So, you know, that was different. And so I was like noticing here recently, like recently meaning like the last three years, oh my God, like my Mm -hmm. brain fog, like I like to pick out a pair of socks. Mm. It's like, this Mm. is like, should we press the nuclear war? But it would it would take that long for me to figure out. <laughs> and it's like, I yeah. can't. It's so hard to get work done or anything done, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh. Or no one, everyone just says, oh, you're going to just stop having a, a period. Oh, great. No one says no. you're not going to be asleep. Like yeah. your sleep is. And this is supposed to last like eight to 12 years. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't perimenopause yeah. like an eight to twelve year process? Yes. Yeah, so the whole Thanks. experience of like perimenopause to actual menopause is yeah, eight to twelve years. Yeah. And I'm Ooh. like, okay. Yeah. What? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So. Thanks, God. <laughs> yeah. So it does affect every aspect of my life, and I definitely. Um, Talk, I'm going to start talking about this on the podcast. I talk about it with my clients and, and mm. in our group programs, but I am going to talk about it in the podcast because it's so important. There's so much that we're not being told or affirmed, right? It's all girl boss, yeah. woo, you can do it. Yeah, we can. But if you're going through perimenopause or if you're in the thick of menopause and you're only sleeping, you know, 25 mm. hours in five days, Oh. probably not the best time to like trying to like scale your group program. 
right? Coffee, it ain't enough Starbucks to to make it happen. <laughs> you just <laughs> Starbucks, the official sponsor of perimenopause. <laughs> hey, there's not enough like shots and mochas and nothing that's gonna, you know, <laughs> help, can't get you through. That's gonna oh. counteract that type of change. And so, yeah, that's kind of the journey yeah. I'm on right now and doing that sort of like with a preteen. Yeah, it's very, yeah. it's a very interesting time for me. A lot of lovely things. I'm very much embracing it. I'm not ashamed of it or anything like that. Mm. But it, yeah, it, it's something to be aware of. And it does have um, sort of, you know, it does affect what I'm doing and how I'm approaching things in life and in my business as well. So I want other specifically like women who are going through this because a lot of the women that I tend to work with are 30 and over, you know, typically like yeah. 35 to 50. So this is everybody I know, <laughs> you know, they're, they're either right yeah. or in it. Yeah. So h how, uh, how are you working with it? Like I always talk about, like, I'm always like, look, I'm 43. I'm going to, I think I am right. 40. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, I'm, I'm officially at the point where I've forgotten exactly how old I am. Yeah. I'll be 44 in December. And that's one of my, that's one of my messages. It's like, look, like, don't count yourself out. Like if you're, if you've hit 40 or 50 or 60, you know, but if you are in that zone and you are experiencing like hormonal changes, you know, because there may be people who listen to this who are like, well, I've thought about a podcast, but I'm 45, you know. So how how are you working with it? Like, what are some of the things that are working for you? Yeah. So I uh, don't create situations that are going to keep me sort of boxed in. I mean, that's just always sort of been mm. my personality. I'm very like, it's all about how I feel. An emotional solar plexus. Mm -hmm. You want a sandwich? I don't know if I feel mm. like that. So I've always built like my businesses in mm -hmm. that way. Um, so for an example, mm. when it comes to like my podcast, um, I don't have anything in my show notes that says new episodes released every Wednesday at 645. Because mm. I could be in a spot or in a season where that thing might not get pushed out till Friday. So yeah, I yeah. don't set, you know, I don't create situations or sort of like make promises that I can't keep. And it doesn't affect, you know, yeah. that, that was a thing before, like, oh, you have to be consistent. And here's what I've learned. Previous coaches, like you have to be consistent. And that is true. But it's not just consistent in like showing up or consistent in having a podcast at the same week and every time. It's also how do you be consistent with your energy? How do you be, con be consistent with the quality? Mm. So, yeah. So I have said on my podcast, like new episodes uploaded sporadically, but consistently good. That's my promise. That's yeah. the best you're going to get from me. And guess what? Nobody yeah. is sitting there like, oh my God, that episode did not come out at Wednesday at 645. I'm unsubscribing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. Maybe I'm just right. that big. Of, right. But I don't know. I, I love Oprah. I'm not about to unsubscribe from Oprah daily because she didn't post an article 
on a certain day and a certain time. Yeah. But we're, yeah. This is conversation no. sometimes. Like, you have to do it this way. Yeah. Oh, no, I, this is, and this is like what we talked about at the beginning, like that making it work for you, like trusting yeah. yourself, finding the way that you work. It's like I said early on when I started my podcast, I was like, I can't have a podcast where I have to prepare. <laughs> I'll never do it. Like, yeah, like a friend of mine has a podcast that requires it requires him like four hours of research before he does an episode. And I was like, I'd never do a podcast. <laughs> Not that way. I can't do but that. You know what? Yeah, no. But you know what? That's that is his way. And so that here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I there, everybody has a way and it's okay. I think if, if, I think collectively, if we were really, if we were really paying attention to that and honoring that, it's like, if it takes him four hours, because maybe he's a, you know, profile line one six. So he needs to investigate right. everything, get all the research and then, you know, explore we'll have to look it at uh-huh. any time. That is literally how that person is designed to do that. And he's probably going to have a great yeah. amount of success doing it that way. But it's when we mm. or someone else tries to like copy his style and then like they're frustrated, they're uninspired. I I completely agree with you. If I, the best I do in terms of preparation is I might have bullet points just so I don't forget because yeah. I'll get on a tangent. Yes. That's about yeah, as far same. as I'm going. Yeah. Same. Same. Mention, mention real quick. You've said no, you've said human design a few times. I know human design. I'm a generator. I have a manifester, 10-year-old. Send oh, me, me prayers. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So for those who don't know, because you also just mentioned profile line one six. So for those who are like, what is this random stuff? I don't know if you want to do a like a 30 second, like, here's what we're talking about. If you want to go look it up, like, go look up human design. Yeah. So I'm going to get in trouble from all the like human design gurus because the way I describe, (laughs) the way I describe and I implement and experiment with human design is basically it is um, an informational tool that helps you understand how you're here to operate in the world and have impact in the world. That's how I see it. I even, Go yeah. so far in terms of simplifying it for those who are like, okay, I still don't know what you said. It's like a personality test. And the human design guru community wants to send arrows my way because people say it's not a personality test. Here's what I've experienced. I can look at someone assuming human design, their astrology chart, their numerology chart, or their Brig Myers or Enneagram. And guess what? They all tell me the same things. So, yeah. um, but design in particular, yeah, it, it encompasses astrology, the Hindu chakra system, um, and Kabbalah. And, uh, it sort of takes all of that. And I, in my opinion, really simplifies it into some ways for people to get actionable, meaning start playing with what you discovered and see how it lands with you. I love that about human design. Yeah. It's not a, hey, here's yeah. here's who you are. You're a manifester. Yeah. So this is how you act. No. It's yeah. all about experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
I recommend for anyone who's like, what is that? Go look at, go check it out. Um, yeah. Cause I could, we could also go down that path, but I'm going to keep yeah. us this way instead. Um, so here's so something, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> but it's okay. It's all good. Everything is good. Um, so here's one of the things that I think is really important to talk about when we're talking about kind of like the beginning, the messy middle of stuff. And you've started to touch on a little bit, which is what season are you in? And I talk a lot on my podcast about honoring your season. Um, and I think for instance, like when people decide to spend three to $5,000 on a course that they know that they don't have time to do during this season. <laughs> no, that's not honoring your season. But I digress. Um, so I know this season for you, just just so people are like, okay, oh, so she does have other things going on. You mentioned perimenopause, and then you mentioned having a son who's what ten. Yeah, with like, um, and I know I we I know we exchanged some Instagram stuff, so I know he's in uh, sports, right? He's in sports, yeah. So um, this driving around, yeah. <laughs> lot of newness happening. So I also talk about experimenting. This is why my I tell you my experiences are so valuable. People are like, how are you sure you're not 80? Like you have done more things in your life. Mm. We homeschooled for the first four years mm. of his school. Well, not the first four, the uh, pre-K kindergarten-esque quote air quote say he was in Montessori school. Absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Love Montessori. Um, that was very yeah. intentional, right? Because uh, I'm very much about, mm -hmm. again, honoring individuals, different learning styles, different, you know, I, I don't yeah. like the cutter, you know, conditioning. Okay, whatever. Shout out to all the teachers. I have a sister and an aunt that's a teacher. It's not about teachers. Mm -hmm. um, so, we home so after that, we homeschooled for four years. If you would have told me I would have been a homeschool mom, I'd have cursed you out. I don't do other, you know, I was the person who didn't do kids. Yeah. I was born 80. I mm. didn't even like being a kid myself. So I was like, absolutely. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way I would be a, a homeschool mom, yeah. right? All I can tell you is literally something from the Lord. I I was really like, is this what they, is this like how it felt in the Bible or whatever? Like when you're like hearing stuff and you're like, oh no, I know that. <laughs> I kept being like, and I kept going like, no, nah, I, nah, I don't do that. I don't do that, Lord. No. Mm -mm. Let me meditate you're on it. Wrong person. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I think the, we, we've got our wavelengths mixed up. And so yeah. anyway, I finally just submitted and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. There was no mm -hmm. bad, there was no like, here's a bad situation that happened and now you're homeschooling. So I just literally just followed instructions mm -hmm. from above and, and did it. Well, guess what happened two years into it? The pandemic. I don't like a whole lot of change. So guess what? That would have completely, my business would have shut down during the pandemic had I not already been homeschooling. Um, so the fact that yeah. I we were already doing it, our life didn't change. As a matter of fact, that was up until that point, the most profitable year in business I had <laughs> because oh wow, freaking out. And I was like, oh, I can help you with that, you know, because I've been yeah. doing it. Well, fast forward, um, we did that for four years, and now my son is in traditional school, so that's a change for us. You know what I mean? 
Um, mm. So that's something that I'm navigating mm-hmm. and just, you know, um, releasing the reins, you know, and um, navigating. I, I wasn't trying to shelter him by homeschooling him. That was not the the goal. But I yeah. will say there was there was some good things about that, because when you get your 10 year old, you know. Some of the conversations that are happening on school buses. Mm-hmm. Like, what, mm-hmm. what? You know, mm-hmm. and it's a learning experience. So I'm I'm navigating sort of this time period for for him. You know, like I said, that preteen, it's it's less like mama's breastfed baby, mama's granola baby. Right. And now it's you know, now it's like it's my, him and my husband. It's like now they're starting starting to like have clashes because my son is coming through mm-hmm. to into his hormones, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ooh, I get to sit back and watch you navigate this. Uh, shit, your turn, man. yeah, your <laughs> turn. You know what I mean? Now you can be the mean one. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's that's awesome. That's an experience, and just. Yeah, there's always something. There's always something. Uh, always yeah. a season. Yeah, and that's why I feel like if you if you can just get good and clear on how you operate best, then regardless yeah. of the season or the circumstance, you will be able to at least you'll be able to get through it. I mean, there's just some things yeah. that are just hard yeah. and it's just going to be hard. But if you know that you you will be able to get through it, if you trust that about yourself, then it's good. You know, that's the best we can hope for, I think. How did you know? Yeah, I agree. How did you know that it was the right time to do the podcast that will stick? Because it never left me. Like the desire never mm. left me. I always wanted to come back to it again. If I sit down and write a blog post um, or even social media posts, the way that I do that, sorry, hit the mic. The way that I do that is I hit voice record on my phone. I have to literally Mm. talk things out to express myself. So I would talk it into this voice memo, then take the voice memo, transcribe it. And that would be how I create a blog post or how I create a social media post. So it's like, why am I, This is literally me working harder. Just make the fucking podcast and be on your merry little way. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. I knew it was the right time because it never left me. I tell people all the time, if you have a desire for something, a desire is different than a want. A want kind of is fleeting sometimes. Desire is like, it just, it ne- it's just there. You can't escape it. And mm. it's something in a good way, mm. you know? And so I, when I noticed that, I was like, okay, yeah. Let me just, and it just was the right time. It's like, I'm just going for it. I listened How long to had my, it been since my- you, yeah, yes. How long had it been since you had um, left the second podcast? Mm. about four years, four or five years. Oh, wow. So did you do, so did, so how far apart were the first two? 
Um, maybe about. And what did they look like? So they were about nine months apart, probably from the first okay. to the. Yeah, I'm interested in in like the. Yeah, I'm interested in like what the arc looks like between what the first one was, what the second one was, and what this one is. Like the evolution. That was the word I'm looking for. Right, right. Okay. The first two, I always wanted to talk about a variety of things. I don't, even as a a business coach, I do not believe, I cannot talk about helping you with your business strategy or processes without talking about who you are and what is happening in your life. It's impossible, at least. So it's Excuse the lawnmower noise out if you can hear it. (laughs) It's very faint. It's okay. Um, but yeah, (laughs) it just was like, I can't, I can't, um, separate those two and the information and the coaching and the, you know, support I was getting was like, well, you know, you're a business coach. So I, let me say, hit, say this. I started out in online coaching as a business coach first. Okay. Because I was like, oh no. Okay. All right. So that was, that was. I was told, like, you have all this experience running brick and mortar businesses, right? So naturally, this is going to be the easiest thing for you to do. Um, So that's how I got Mm. into business coaching. Mm. But it was very early into business coaching or getting paid as a business coach, I would say, that I realized Mm -hmm. I can give these people business strategy all day long. But if their life is fucked up or if they don't believe in themselves or if they have mindset junk, they're not going to execute the strategy. And my clients kept telling yeah. me, oh, yeah, when I I went from $500 in revenue to $3,000 in revenue a month or from 3000 to ten k a month, right? But Sonia, what you really helped me do was you helped me get my life together. Like, man, I get off a call with you mm-hmm. and I'm like transformed. I'm, I'm, I'm like pumped up. I'm ready to go. But I was really in denial. I didn't want to be a life coach. I thought I thought that had to look a certain way. So. The conflict with the podcast were I was trying to run a podcast to support my business as a business coach, but I really wanted to talk more about like astrology and human design and business and how it affects your life and all of this. And I was being told, no, you got to stay focused. You got to be consistent. You got to niche down. You just want to talk about one thing because that's how... And that was yeah. the conflict. So I could not sustain either of those two podcasts previously because that mm. was in conflict with what I was being directed to do from a soul level. I totally get that. I think that's like part of the journey. <laughs> I feel like that's just part of it. Like I feel like everyone who gets to the point where they're like, I feel aligned now is like, Oh my gosh, I was just, I was just like, who's got the answers for me? And mm-hmm. we forget that we're walking around with like an answer box just in our bodies, like in our soul, yeah. you know? Cause nobody's telling you that. Where for most people, yeah, no. Majority of people, we for the last, I would say for the last like thousand years. Is that a thousand? I don't know. I would say it's since about the late seventeen hundreds. We have not been 
taught, listen to yourself. Go within. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all new age and trendy now. But right. <laughs> this is not new. It ain't new. It's like that's how we were right. all that's how we were created. So whether we're talking from a yeah. biblical standpoint or a scientific standpoint, right? We come with all this past knowledge and just inner knowing, whether it's through your DNA, if you want to go from that standpoint, or if we're talking, you know, uh, what God implanted in you, if we're talking religious, you know what I mean? But we were, we Mm -hmm. come so far away from that. It's like, who told you in the last hundred years? Like, no, what does your inner knowing say? Yeah. Yeah. We walk around aimlessly no, looking how for, to find it. Are you my mother? Mm-hmm. Are you my mother? Can you tell me what? Oh to my do? God! Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Can you tell me what to do? Is like everywhere, and the way the we the way we just put people on pedestals and think they have our answers, even though they've never met us, never even like seen our face, you know. It's like they may have some great wisdom, but like just filter it through yourself. Like, this is great. Is this for me? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 I had somebody <sighs> recently ask um, me. I also, uh, you go. Oh, I'm sorry. I had a very, um, you go. Well known, well known um, coach ask me. So tell me about your framework. <laughs> She's asking me to tell she was wondering about my framework and how I work with my clients. And I say, um, well, my framework is whatever their framework is. Like I help Mm. my clients by helping them uncover what their frame, what their way is, what their framework is. And then I work with that. I don't, I don't coach my people through. So I have like, here's, here's sort of like some pit stops, some milestones, but the way you're going to hit those or the way you will approach it is going to be completely unique to you. So let's dig in and do a little research on what we can possibly find out about you. Let's experiment Mm -hmm. with that because the real truth is going to be in the unfolding. It's not going to come from the plan you make the natal chart you read, it's not even going to come from what you read in human design. You know what I mean? It's not about taking in the information. It's about how do you, how do you use it? How do you go about that in your everyday life so that you get the proof? Because humans, we need proof a lot of times for us to trust Mm -hmm. it enough to then allow that, that process to happen each time. Yeah. Yeah. That proof piece. That was good. Yeah. We need to know that it, that it, it's like the trust piece. Like we can't trust it if we don't have a little bit of proof, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like that's so, you know, and the brain is not here. The brain is like trying to save you from anything that is unknown because the brain Mm. is logic and the brain is like, if it's unknown, it could be dangerous and it could be. Yeah. But also, it could be unknown yeah. Yeah. and it could be the best thing for you. This is why we don't make decisions from the brain. Yeah. The brain's trying to keep you safe. Yeah. But the beauty yeah. of life doesn't yeah. come in the safe zone. 
That's so true. Tell me, tell me about some of your stories. So you've mentioned uh, you had brick and mortar. I, I like to know more of like, you know, who are you? Where do you come from? Like what, yes. you know, why, why is the art of self-mastery? Yeah. What, what led you into that being interesting in the first place, which I'm assuming is a lifetime of experiences. <laughs> yeah. It's, I was born like Benjamin Button. Like I promise I was born like a hundred years old. Mm. And so like I mentioned earlier, like even when I was a child, I didn't do child like things. Um, I've always been very much in my thoughts. I think a lot. I'm highly sensitive. So, you know, as a child, I would take on, you know, I just, it's just who I am. I I take on a lot of people's energy and things like that. And I just didn't really understand a lot of that. Um, My, when I was born, um, I was lucky. I was blessed to have like my grandmothers and my great grandmothers on both my maternal and paternal sides until I was like 18. So just a lot of great wisdom. Yeah. um, My great grandmother on my maternal side said when I was born, I was born with a veil over my face. Fuck does that mean? And she's like, that means you, you, you know, you know, you will know a lot of things that you don't even know why you know it. You know, she had some of those like unearthly attributes. And so one sort of like come to like, oh, wow, this is really a real thing is um, my one of my older, my youngest older brother. We have different fathers. Okay. My mother was married before marrying my father. Um, But my brother and I were five years apart. So you know, being three, four, five, I don't know. Um, but I did know that my brother and I shared a room, you know, because back in the early 80s, you know, people, kids shared rooms, you know, now everybody needs their own yeah. room at <laughs> two months old, everybody needs their own room, but we shared a room. And I just remember, like, I would constantly get up in the middle of the night and go, you know, like, there, I would be terrified. There is a man in the room, he comes in at the in, middle of the night, this had to go on for like two years. Um, my dad was like at his wits end. Now my mom, she, she, you know, she was mom. So she was more nurturing and stuff, but it, it was getting on everybody's nerves. And so I know this wow. one night in particular, my mom is like, okay, well, tell me what is, what is, what does he look like? Tell me about the man. And I go, he's really tall and he's yellow and he has white gloves on. That was literally the description. And my mom goes and grabs this photo album and she pulls out a picture and and I go, that's him. It's my brother's father who had passed away when my brother was three. I've never seen this man. It's not like his pictures were anywhere in the house. I wouldn't, there's no way I would have ever known that. And my, he's yellow. He's very tall. My brother is very tall. He's yellow because I'm young. I don't know shades, but he's fair skinned black guy. Right. Yeah. And he had white gloves on because he Uh was buried in his military uniform with the white gloves on. So. Whoa. At that moment, my dad is like, the fuck? You know, like, what is this weird? (laughs) 
But yeah, having that, having my maternal grandmother, my maternal great grandmother, and she was like, "No, this is who mm. she is. She's got that. She's got that gift. Mm. She's got that." Um, I had another experience where I was supposed to go to a doctor's appointment. I maybe I was eight or nine, somewhere between eight and ten, supposed to go to the doctor's. Um, I had had a dream that night before. Uh, I saw it so vividly. We were on the street that was right up the street from my house, like less than two minutes. In the dream, we're driving up that street to go to the doctor's and there's a car accident and we're all dead. It's the day to go to the doctor. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I am not getting in that car. I mean, I threw a whole fit. Listen, again, back in the early 80s, got spankings, especially if you you were in a black household. So, I mean, I was like, fuck that. I'm not going. I got a whole spanking and I was yeah. still like, and I ain't going. You're like, yeah, it's better than car crash. Yeah. And so yeah, I don't want to die. Yes. What happened? Wow. Yes. What happened? There was a car crash. There was a fatality car crash. So at that point for me, that's when I got in scared. your family or like they pat like no, in no, your family, no. there was a fatality. No, car crash. Okay. Not my family, but there was a, a crash on that street. The street that I had the dream they on. Like, that oh, wow. To the, it was a, yeah. fatal, a fatal car crash. And so for me, that scared me. That's where I kind of got scared of my gift. Yeah. And I really started to stuff yeah. that kind of stuff down. I was like, uh-uh. So, yeah. so, you know, it took a while, like probably around 18, 19. It's sort of when I kind of came back into that and started, you know, um, not being so afraid of those things and understanding that, oh, dreams are a way for me, my dreams. Uh, that's, I get information. And so like I communicate with God through dreams. Mm. Um, and it's mm. not like psychic. I can't tell anybody when they're going to win a lottery. I, I None of that. It's not psychic. It's just, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise. But yeah, I've had lots of experiences like that. And now I recognize that these are like, these are tools. These are tools for me. Mm -hmm. You know, some people have, some people are like intelligent geniuses. That's their tool. We all have different Mm -hmm. gifts and tools. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've had weird jobs just for the fuck of it. I listen, I had four yeah. women's clothing boutiques that were doing well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Mm-hmm. So from St. Louis, they were there in St. Louis. I actually won a small mm. business of the year award. I got a, I have a letter from the House of Representatives, the U.S. House of Representatives <gasps> on my work and being, you know, owning a business. Like I never even talk about that. And I recently saw that. And I was like, why don't I ever talk about that? But my yes. business were doing well. I met this guy who told me he was in the army and I was like, yeah, if you want to, I'm not going to be an army wife. So we can just, we can be friends. And he's like, oh no, I'm getting out. So uh-huh. I'm still married to that guy. And, but we moved. <laughs> military. It took me away from my Aww. store. Yeah. They were still open mm. and I was them from afar. And again, oh. that wasn't doing it for me. I was like, I didn't open up yeah. those stores so that I could manage people from afar. I want to talk to the customers. I want to address my mannequins. I want to play with my stuff. I was bored. Yeah. I wanted to get a job 
driving a school bus. I just, yeah. I just thought that was the coolest thing. Like, go on. I think I'll go get my CDL license and go drive a school bus. Mm-hmm. Like that's the kind of stuff that I've done in life where it's like, how did that, how did that fit in? I don't know. It was just something I felt yeah. like doing. So I did yeah. it. I just followed it. Interestingly enough, I've only come into human design over the last like two and a half years. But when I read my yeah. human oh, design wow. information cross, That's a lot. and it talks about mm. the purpose sort of is just to um, follow inspiration for the sake of mm. having experiences to inspire others. I was like, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> You're like, oh, I've been doing that. I'm supposed to be doing that. You're like, it's perfect. All this random shit. Yeah. I'm supposed to be random. Yes. Yes. That's what I love about like astrology, human design, whatever. Like it just affirms so much and it it can help like if it's been areas where you've been feeling like like I should do this the way everyone else does it so you feel like you're swimming upstream and then human design astrology what it was like actually you can you can swim with the current because this is actually who you're supposed to be and you're like oh okay <laughs> thank That's you God. yeah yeah no it's so mean. nice yeah. i know right um what was I going to ask? Oh, so, okay. So since we're kind of close to like the hour mark, I try to keep everything in hour-ish zone. Okay. So since it is kind of like the journey and, you know, hopefully you'll come back and, and visit and we'll have like a, how's it going and maybe, you know, six months or so. Um, so how is the, what is the current state of the podcast? So right now I think, so I, Again, so I didn't set these big major announcement in terms of parameters, but I did have those a little bit within myself. Yeah, no. So um, I, again, knowing how my emo- my moods change, my energy is all over. I did say, we're just going to start with twice a month. I'm just going to go bi-weekly. I have a stockpile mm. of episodes. Great. Love it. So that's what we've been doing. We um, today, so happens to be Wednesday. <laughs> and so every other Wednesday, an episode is published. Um, it's been going well. We're on ap- episode eight or nine, I believe. Um, Woo! Just got my first um, like review, which was five stars, maybe about three episodes back. So that was amazing. Um, That's awesome. I don't know why, but I was like in the, t- I was like the top. 50 podcasts for alternative health or something in Asia. I they love me in Asia. Okay. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I was like, I'll take <laughs> that's so cool. For it. How did you find it's, that stat out? I I have been using very um not to its uh capacity, something called chart chartable. It's a platform. Okay, and I gotta look that up. It kind of gives you some a little bit of metrics there. So, um, yeah, I've done that, and I totally just went so bare bones with this podcast, and it's just been so freeing. I have a nice mic now. I mean, it's you can't it's you can't hardly see it, but 
I have a nice little mic, but it's really my son's gaming mic. But bef- but I literally will record 90% <laughs> of my podcast episodes have been recorded on this iPhone or on the Buds, in our sauna, or as I'm walking down the street. Nobody fucking cares if the birds are yeah. chirping or the dog is bark. I don't. Yeah. I very lightly edit. Nobody's yeah, like, you I said so yeah, same. 300 times. I know because that's how I talk. If you get on the phone with me, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, my word. I say like. Yeah. I say like. <laughs> and one like of the a lot. best compliments. <laughs> yeah. One of the best compliments I've had is that somebody who was watching, like, some of my Facebook lives and things that I've done saw recognized me. I, I promise y'all, I am like, nobody knows me. But I was recognized by someone. And you know what she said? Oh, my God. You are just like how you are on your podcast and on your Facebook mm-hmm. lives. And I was like, that is the best compliment. Just being authentic. Thank you for seeing me. I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Here's... Here's what I want to do. This is the very first episode, so I didn't have this plan. This like just came to me, but I feel like this would be a cool way to end. And it's it's kind of like what we were just doing anyway, but with a little more intention. So one is that I feel like, you know, kind of where I asked you like the state of your podcast, I feel like that's so helpful for people at the beginning of the journey too. Like, okay, okay. It's twice a month. Okay. We're not like we're not zero to scaled, right? Like it's like, okay, let's be honest about like what's going on, you know. I mean, my my most popular one has like 50 listens, you know, like at this time. <laughs> I have had some people get clients though from my podcast. So I feel like that's a win for my guests. Listen, yeah. Um, yes. So, so, so not only do I like the idea as you were talking of like sharing this with other people, but if you come back in six months or if you revisit this episode for yourself, like – there's like a little section at the end where you're like, all right, Sonia, like here's where you are today and like here's your vision. And even if your vision is like to just keep doing what I'm doing or to just honor myself, right? Like it doesn't have to be like 40 million downloads, you know? It's just like just just so you can check back like in this podcast later, like where – what do you want to know about where you are now with the podcast in this season and like, what's your hope for, for maybe like six months from now? Hmm. Okay. So where I am right now, like I said, I'm doing twice a month. Um, I don't know like my average amount of downloads or anything. I just, I know it's not super high. Um, and I've had some ideas that I've wanted to implement for the podcast that I haven't done yet. So in six months. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. I come back, because I definitely come back if you will have me. Um, what I yes, hope oh gosh, to yeah. have, yeah. What I hope to have started to implement is uh, monetizing my podcast on a very small scale uh, mm. or small effort, I should say. I don't want to limit what happens mm-hmm. from it, but with very small effort, meaning like um, me adding in some affiliate links of things I'm already an affiliate for. Okay. So sort of doing that, that's been on my plate, my radar for a little bit, but I hadn't done it. Some of it was smart. I'm over it now. So I would definitely like to see that have come to 
um, pass in the next six months. And um, yes, I also want to sort of take my, not only my podcast, but just my story um, through my podcast and other podcasts like yours and meeting other folks sort of take that on tour. Uh, I think as a as a as a uh, community of podcasters and podcast listeners um we forget how much power there is just in your own networks and just simply being a human and talking to people so those are sort of like my goals i guess for the podcast right now and i'd like to see in 6 months like okay how many you know did i do at least one guest episode on a podcast you know, a month? Did I share my podcast, you know, in some sort of community with others at least once a month um, and going that route? I love it. I love it. I love it too. I love it too, because it's like, yeah, it, it, like you said, it just honors your energy and it honors your season and you get to show up with your voice, which seems to be just such a natural space for you to be in, like a natural way for you to express um, what you have to offer the world and to make meaning of your story and to hopefully touch others. So it's like, I, I, yeah, I just, I just love all of it because yeah, it's just, it's like manageable. Like we were talking about at the beginning. It just seems like don't do it if you can't 10 exit. And it's like, yeah. okay, no, <laughs> you know, what is, you know, what is our own version of success? What is our own internal happiness at this, at this point? And how do we fit it into our energy and our season? And, and, um, I love it. Like, I just, it just sounds like you're doing a really beautiful job. You know, not every day is easy, but it's just like, this is, this is how it all fits right now. This is where I can have multiple puzzle pieces. At one time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. I think it's awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you, Sonia. I feel like we're good. <laughs> Let's talk to you in February. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the very first So You Want to Start a Podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you enjoyed Sonia. She has some really cool stuff. You can find links in the show notes, including a free gift. You can access her mindset and emotional awareness resource library of video masterclasses using the link below. Also, her Facebook and her podcast link are down below. Check her out. 